Hi, so welcome again to this week's Business Finance Bulletin with me, Rob Warlow from Business Loan Services. So what have I got for you this week? Well, we're going to be looking at the gap that medium-sized businesses are finding when it comes to obtaining long-term funding. We're also going to be looking at banks and peer-to-peer -peer lending or the alternative finance sector, how banks are beginning to start to get a little bit jittery. We'll also be looking at late payments and in my business finance tip of the week, a look at the security you may want to or perhaps may not want to offer to your bank. So let's start off with the difficulty that medium-sized businesses are having in accessing long-term funding. Now we know that small businesses since the credit crunch have received a lot of attention as regards access to finance. Well, it seems that that attention is now beginning to shift to medium-sized businesses. A recent survey carried out by the CBI and BDO accountancy firm have found that many medium-sized businesses say they are finding it difficult to access loans with greater terms than five years or more. Now, first of all, what is a medium-sized business and why do they count? Well, a medium-sized business, um, there are about 1.8% of the UK business population. Now, you may think, well, that doesn't sound an awful lot, but they actually contribute 25% of turnover and have 16% of the business employment. So they're quite a force to be reckoned with. Now, this survey reckoned that over half of those businesses surveyed said they found it difficult to get long-term funding. You know, short-term funding is good for working capital requirements, but if in, for big investment projects, that's where the need is. So, what is this survey suggesting that the government does? Well, the CBI wants the government to do two things. Number one, think about establishing a long-term investment fund. Now, this is where uh, individual investors, or even other corporations, can invest into a fund which is then on lent to medium-sized businesses. Um, the payback, well, they're suggesting that these investors should have tax breaks in order to encourage them to put money into the fund. So, great idea. Also, Second thing they're suggesting, um, change the enterprise finance guarantee scheme slightly and incentivize the lenders to offer longer term loans. So it's just interesting to see how, say, attention is shifting from small businesses to medium businesses. So if you're in that category of being a medium sized business looking for capital, well, hey, perhaps a solution may be on its way for you. So let's move on to something that may bring a tear to your eye. Um, a survey caught my eye carried out by MySys, which is a software provider to banks, and they asked a number of banks about their attitude to the alternative lending market. And rather sadly, the banks say they are beginning to feel under threat by the rise of alternative lenders. And yes, I can hear the collective, ah, isn't that sad, <laughs> all the way from here. Well, you know, many people would think, well, you know, you ignored the market previously, now you can't moan. So what exactly did this survey find? Well, they found out from the 77 banks that MISIS surveyed across America, Europe, Middle East and Africa that 68% of them said that they are now thinking that their small business lending proposition is beginning to come under threat. 61% of them said that already in the invoice discounting and factoring market they're feeling pressure and 84% of them said that their pricing is certainly being challenged by these new players in the market. Now, you know, that, that's a great thing to see in a way. I've always said, you know, it's good to have balance in a marketplace. The reason we got into the kind of financial mess that we did is that banks had too much exposure to the business market generally. And so now these rise of alternative lenders is rebalancing the market, which can only be a good thing. So what's the way forward? Well, interesting, over 60% of the bank surveyed said that they see the way forward is partnerships between the banks 
and the alternative lenders. And I totally agree. It's all about spreading risk. And certainly the clients that we deal with, we like to see a blend of financial solutions, not having all of your eggs in one basket. So there we are. I'm sure you're going to feel sorry for the high street banks as they see their market share being nibbled away. But hey, I don't think it's a bad thing. So staying with the alternative finance scene, so we'll have a quick look at invoice discounting and factoring. Now, as we know, this is where you have a lot of money tied up in debts and uh, you have to wait 90 days for the money to be released, which is not good for managing cash flow. Well, many businesses do turn to invoice discounting, but um, there's a little known clause sometimes that affects many small businesses where the bigger businesses that they're doing business with effectively put a ban on them being able to factor or invoice discount their debts. Um, so these assignment, non-assignment clauses do cause major problems and the government recognised this and in the Small Business Employment and Enterprise Act passed in early 2015 has allowed the government to be able to put a ban on these uh, non-assignment clauses. Uh, now, just recently, the government has announced it is now going to move forward to this removal of this assignment ban. And so they've said that by early 2016, these clauses will be removed. And that will allow many more businesses now to factor or invoice discount their debts. So if you are in that position of not being able to uh, discount or factor the debt, hang on till early 2016 and you're going to see um, a much more flexibility to allow you to release cash from your growing debtor book and that obviously will allow you to be able to grow more efficiently by having the cash that you need to fund that growth. It can only be a good thing. So let's move on. Late payment. Now this is one issue that I feature quite regularly on these bulletins, mainly because it is one of the biggest problems that many businesses face. It causes cash flow problems. I saw a survey carried out by Lloyds Bank recently which uh, said of those companies that said they suffer from cash flow problems, 51% of them put it down to late payment. But more worryingly, 31% think that the whole late payment problem is going to get worse for them. Now, this problem, of course, has a knock-on effect. It holds back growth, not only for the company, but for the UK as a whole. So what can you do about it? Well, one new service has been released by um, commercial recovery um, lawyers, Lovitz, um, is a letter before action. Now, a letter before action, um, which Lovitz can do on your behalf, is really just sending a shot across somebody's bows, just saying, you know, we're not going to take action yet, but putting you on notice that we are. Now, um, Lovitz have got a great service uh, that they can offer where they can issue a letter before action on their headed paper for just £1.50 plus VAT upwards. A great little thing that they can do very quick. And Lovitz have found, they say, that 84% of those companies that receive a letter before action have paid up before any action is taken. So, you know, playing a little bit of hardball can actually work in your favour. So if you want to know what the likes of Lovitz can do, you can go to Lovitz, um, that's L-O-V-E-T-T-S dot uh, and search for a letter before action, or have a look at putting your own letter together and just really demonstrate to your clients that you are not going to be taken for a ride when it comes to payment terms. So let's move on to my business finance tip of the week, security. Now, really emotive subject when it comes to raising finance with banks, where the bank says they want something to support the loan. Now, typically, banks will be looking for security for anything above £30,000. Um, and invariably, the conversation will turn to what you, as a business owner, personally hold. And invariably, the conversation may turn around to, we would like a charge over your property, please. Now, for many business owners, that's a red line. 
a line which cannot be crossed. Um, and you know, I had a discussion with a business owner recently, and we were talking about this, and he said, under no circumstances would I provide a charge over my house. It is not a conversation I would wish to have with my partner. So you can see it is a very difficult subject. So how do you get around it? Simple. Be upfront very early on in the discussions about what you have to offer as security and, more importantly, what you are not prepared to offer. It's by far the best policy to be upfront so everybody knows where the boundary lines are. So that's it for this week. Thanks very much as ever for being with me. And if you did enjoy the uh, bulletin, please give it a like and give it a share and forward it amongst your colleagues. Don't forget there's also a podcast version of this as well, available on our SoundCloud page and our iTunes page. All you have to do is search for Business Finance Bulletin. So that's it. Thanks very much for being with me. Look forward to being with you again next Friday. Have a great, successful and profitable week. Bye-bye now.